Good morning, class. Let's answer some question jar questions today. My name is Mr. Ferguson, and whether you're one of my students, one of their parents, or anyone else who has questions about the Bible, I'm glad you're here. I'm a local church pastor and the sixth grade Bible teacher at Christian Fellowship School. In class, our course covers the gospel narratives and the life of Jesus. But whenever we talk about the Bible, other questions about faith, spirituality, and God's Word naturally come up. And so that's what this show is all about, answering those thoughtful questions that my sixth graders have that end up falling outside the scope of our lessons, but still deserve a thoughtful response. So thank you for listening. I hope this show provides you with some valuable insights and also causes you to keep asking great questions. Let's dive in. All right. Well, welcome to the Question Jar Question podcast. Um, for this first episode, before I make some episodes where I actually answer some questions, uh, I kind of just wanted to start with like an episode zero where I do a little bit of introduction to the show, introduction to uh, me, where I'm coming from. Um, and so what I'll do is, you know, kind of talk about, you know, who I am, a little bit about my ministry and where I'm coming from biblically, theologically. Um <clears throat> I want to talk about kind of the the origin of the concept for the show, the format of the show, and then uh, finally wrap up with, you know, what is the purpose of this podcast? What is the heart behind this show? Why do I want to make this? Uh, what am I trying to do with the show? But not just the show, um, but also the question jar that inspired the show. So um, let's just dive right in. This will make a good episode zero, I think, you know, be five, 10 minutes and quick listen. But uh, if you are listening to this, you know, maybe that gives you a little bit of insight into the way that I answer some of the questions. And if you're not listening to this, I guess I don't need to be talking to you. Um, but it shouldn't affect if you want to turn it off right now, you know, <laughs> uh, it's not going to affect your ability to listen to subsequent episodes of the show. So with that being said, let me kind of talk a little bit about, tell you who I am. Um, I'm Mr. Ferguson. I'm the sixth grade Bible teacher at Christian Fellowship School, CFS. Uh, this is my third year being the sixth grade Bible teacher there. Uh, so every year I've had two sections. I just teach two sections of the exact same class, 6A, 6B. The scope and sequence for our class is the life of Jesus, the gospel narratives, and uh, like I said in the, the main intro, <clears throat> and then, you know, maybe you're thinking to yourself like, oh, you just teach two classes. Um, that's probably not very much. So like, what else do you do? Great question. Great thought. Um, teaching at CFS. I love it, uh, but that is my side gig. My main job is that I am a pastor at Caris Church here in Columbia, Missouri. Uh, I am the pastor of discipleship and development. And so some of the things that are um, on my plate is I do a lot of preaching and teaching from the pulpit or, you know, in other contexts. Um, I lead our leadership development and theological education groups. Um, I help oversee our college ministry and some of our small groups ministry. And then, you know, all the other stuff that goes along with being a pastor. Uh, we're not just working on Sundays. We got a lot of meetings and uh, planning and praying and prep and supplies buying during the week that we do to serve our people. So uh, I love it. 
God called me to do vocational ministry when I was in college. And yeah, it's been been a great ride so far. I love the city. I love the community. I love my church. I love working at Christian Fellowship School as well on top of all that. Um, let's see. I graduated from the University of Missouri, Mizzou, here in Columbia. And um, then after that, I went on to get a couple of theological master's degrees from Midwestern Seminary in Kansas City. Um, love the seminary context. I love taking classes, learning biblical languages. Um, love might be a strong word for how I felt about those classes, but they're valuable and useful uh, and important. Uh, theological uh, theology classes, biblical studies classes, church leadership classes. Um, I love the seminary stuff and I love to, um, as I'm able, as you know, is relevant, bring some of that seminary smarty pants stuff into the classroom for the sixth graders. Um, I know that, you know, sometimes I probably, you know, if you're one of the sixth graders listening to this, you probably uh, maybe that makes a little bit more sense why I talk the way I do sometimes, why I go on some of the rabbit trails I do, why I say some words that are probably a little bit too confusing. Um, <laughs> but I believe in my sixth graders. If that's you listening, I believe in you that you are smart enough and capable enough to learn some of these deeper concepts. Um, you know, you're a middle schooler, you're about to be a teenager if not already a teenager. And if you're, especially if you're listening to this right now, or you're going to listen to this show, um, you're interested in the Bible. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to just give you um, regular Sunday school answers. Not that there's anything wrong about Sunday school answers, but there's so much more that we can learn and talk about and dive into. And so that, that's why, you know, I want to bring some of this, you know, higher theological education stuff into the classroom and maybe even into this show a little bit. <clears throat> so I went to, yeah, Midwestern Seminary in Kansas City. Where I'm coming from, personally, um, on like a biblical and theological, um, you know, background is, you know, first and foremost, I, I'm what you would call a theological conservative. That means I believe that the Bible is God's word. The Bible is God's word. It's trustworthy and true. It is the Christian's final authority for what we should believe and do. That's how I say it to the sixth graders. Um, that's how I would say it to anyone, honestly. Um, if the Bible gives us a propositional truth claim, you know, that belongs to us. We need to believe it. God expects us to believe that. Um, now, some truth claims in the Bible are harder to understand than others. I won't act like they're not, uh, or that they don't require some deep dive into the Bible's world uh, and the languages of the Bible. But if the Bible asks us to affirm a belief, then we need to affirm that belief too. Um, similarly, the Bible tells us how to live. If the Bible gives us a moral or ethical command or prohibition, then it's our responsibility as as humans. Um, I mean, definitely as Christians, but I mean, the Bible is God's word to everyone who will listen to it. If we receive a moral ethical command, it's on us to obey, to follow that or, you know, a prohibition to not do that thing. So um, 
that's where I'm coming from. That that's why uh, with all these questions, my starting place and probably my ending place too is going to be the Bible. You got a question about, um, you know, God's word. You got a question about God's plan. You got a question about the church. Well, our number one source is the Bible. Um, maybe you can tell based on the way that I'm talking about the Bible. Uh, some of my other theological bends uh, within the large tent of historic Orthodox Christianity. <clears throat> I'm a Protestant. And, you know, specifically within uh, that subgroup, I would also uh, be a Baptist. That's kind of my theological um, heritage, um, the the camp that I've uh, grown up and studied in. Um, broadly Reformed, have some Anabaptist flavor to the way I think and approach um, the Bible and the world, uh, if, if that term Anabaptist means anything to you. Um, <clears throat> and... While that's where I'm coming from, um, I also, for a couple of reasons, want to make sure that um, the, this question jar show is not just like me selling you on my theology specifically. Um, I mean, I think, you know, I think my positions are well thought, well thought out and uh, based in scripture. Um, but we all do, right? All Christians hopefully do. Um have our arguments and our views rooted in God's word. But I want to incorporate, I want to do my best to, um, if there's a question that um, a, a student has, one of you guys has, that their different Christians have answered it in different ways and do answer it in different ways today, um, I want to do my best to represent those views. And the first reason is that you, the students in my classrooms, come from a variety of Christian backgrounds. There's other Baptists, there's charismatic kids, there's, um, I had a, a student who was from an Eastern Orthodox church last year, um, Roman Catholic, um, Presbyterian, non-denominational, the school, um, and the, the, the church that the school is affiliated with is itself non-denominational. Um, so we're going to affirm the you know, basics of Christian orthodoxy. Um, who is God? Uh, what is he like? Who is Jesus? What has he done? What is the gospel? <clears throat> and, um, you know, then there's a lot of wiggle room when we get into more specific questions. Um, the, the term for this is, is called theological triage. Uh, you may have heard people talk about first order, second order, third order issues. Not that any theological issue is unimportant, but these, you know, are some some guardrails that help us know what things we should argue about fiercely uh, and what things, you know, we can dwell together in unity to reference Psalm 133. Um, so right there in the center, the most central things, the first order doctrines, that's going to be, you know, God's identity as a trinity. And so if a kid, if there's a question jar question about the Trinity, uh, there's one Christian answer to that question. Um, I mean, I guess it depends on how nuanced you want to get. Uh, but, you know, if you want to ask me, is God a Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? There's only one Christian answer to that question. Similarly, what is the gospel? Who is Jesus? Uh, these are going to be things that, hey, if we don't agree here, then like we 
it's hard for me to extend the, you know, um, handshake of Christian fellowship to you. I, I don't know if I can consider you a brother or sister in Christ. Uh, those are our most central things. The next circle out, those second order doctrines, these are going to be things where it's like, hey, because we agree on all those first order issues, you're still my brother or sister in Christ. Um, but, you know, we probably can't go to the same church together. And that's okay. That is all right. Um, these are going to be things like questions about church government. Um, you know, a Baptist, a Presbyterian, and a Catholic are going to have very different ideas about church government and how the church, how the Bible um, teaches us the church should be run. And so if we have disagree, strong, strong disagreements about that question, uh, it doesn't mean that the other people aren't Christians, but we probably have to go to different churches. Similarly with baptism. You can't be a church that baptizes infants and a church that only baptizes people on their profession of faith. It just, it doesn't make logical sense. Um, now there's good, there's biblical arguments for both those positions. So it doesn't mean, you know, we're disregarding scripture or, you know, this person's not a Christian because they do baptism this way. Um, you're still my brother, but we should probably go to different churches and that's okay. And then that third order of doctrines, that's going to be things that, you know, we can, we should be able to disagree about, but, um, or we should be able to disagree about and still be friendly, still be able to be in the same small group, not just the same church, but like the same small group with each other, talking about these things on a regular basis, um, sharpening our own biblical arguments. And so I'm going to do my best in this show. If there's a, a question where, hey, different, uh, different Christians have answered this question differently throughout time, um, I want to do my best to represent some of those answers as well. I'll include stuff like that as well. Um, <clears throat> moving on to like the origin of the idea for this show. So like I said in the intro, um, our scope and sequence for this class is the gospels and the life of Jesus. Um, but you know what? Uh, sixth graders love asking questions. You guys are great. I appreciate your inquisitive minds. And, um, there's lots of rabbit trails that we could go down. Uh, and I would love to go down every rabbit trail. If I had the time, if we had unlimited time, if your eight classes a day, if you're eight hours in school every day, we're just like one class of ask Mr. Ferguson, your Bible questions. I would love to teach that class. Uh, but I only get 40 minutes with you a day and I have to make sure we get through the course content. So that's what this question jar thing is. I put that my first year, I put in the back of the room, a jar. And I said, you know, if, if a student had a question, and it was a little bit off topic, I'd say, hey, that is a great question, but, and if you're one of my students, you know what I'm gonna say next, but it's a question jar question. And so, you know, I'd send you to the back of the room, you write your question down and then put it in the jar. And on the those days when we have extra time uh, at the end of class, maybe after a quiz, or if we finish our lesson early, or if, you know, Thanksgiving break, we're only in class two days that week, um, I, we'll do some question jar questions and we'll, we'll get some of those answers done. Um, but this year, this year specifically, these two sections of sixth grade that I have, there was an overwhelming number of questions and I was never going to be able to answer all of them in class. I was never going to be able, able to answer half of them or like a quarter of them in class because there are just so many, like at least 150 slopes of paper in this jar that I have right here. Uh, and so that, that is the origin for 
the concept. That's where it comes from. And I decided, hey, instead of using as much class time as possible to um, answer these questions, um, maybe I can turn it into a show. I asked some of the students, they said they were interested. And so here you go. Here's your questions, your question show. In terms of the format of the show, I think I want to try and keep it between 20 and 30 minutes. Uh, each episode, I want to answer several questions, you know, three to five questions um, on a specific topic. I, I poured all the questions out of the jar, subdivided them into different topics, questions about the Bible, questions about God's plan, salvation, Jesus, the church, questions about our Bible readings. I love those because it means you're paying attention in your Bible readings and thinking critically while you were reading those. So good job. I love answering those questions. Um, so that way this show could be listened to in a short period of time. Um, maybe as you drive to and from school, something like that. Or if you got free time on the weekend, you just like listen to podcasts. Um, and I'll do my, I'm going to do my best to answer my questions. Like in my head, I'm going to be imagining talking to my sixth graders. Um, but like I said, with bringing in some of that theological education seminary type content i i think um this show could stretch those of you who are christians and are uh much older than sixth graders much more mature than sixth graders have been christians for a lot longer than maybe my sixth graders have even been alive um i want to do my best to like i'm answering the questions of these specific students and so it's for them uh these answers but i want the answers to be open enough for anyone who's listening. Um, and really that kind of leads into the, the purpose of the show. Like sixth graders, I love you guys because um, you're not the only ones who ask these questions, but you are the only ones willing to ask some of these questions. If you, if you found an adult in most churches, um, I bet they would have these same questions but they'd probably be probably be too embarrassed to ask them. They probably might think to themselves, I should have known this a long time ago already. Like I've been a Christian for longer than these sixth graders have been alive. But like, you know, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay not to know something. And so the only way we learn is by asking these questions and finding answers to the questions that we have. And that's, that's really the purpose, the heart behind the show is I want to, teach. I want to foster um, the ability to ask good questions in my students. I teach this in class. So whether we are going through one of my lesson plans, a project, a lecture, something like that, um, maybe we spend a day and we watch an episode of The Chosen, or when I send them home to do their at-home Bible readings, part of my assignments is usually, what is a question that you have about the Bible or the world of the Bible based on this content that you've consumed. Um, I want you to approach the Bible or the lesson or the whatever, knowing that, hey, this is great content to consume, but there's so much more that I don't know yet. Uh, and so asking questions is how we stretch ourselves. It's how we grow as, as thinkers and as disciples. And here's what I'll say, like, God is able to handle our genuine questions. God is even able to handle our non-genuine questions. Like if we're just straight up, you know, being antagonistic and skeptical towards God's word, like God is still able to handle that, you know, and his word is able to address so many of these questions. 
Um, so asking questions, it, it is a skill that I think we have to learn to cultivate. It helps us cultivate critical thinking and purposeful discipleship. So that's what I'll say. That's that's the purpose of this show, ultimately. That's what I hope you get out of it beyond just my responses to these specific questions. So uh, if you're still listening to this intro episode, um, thank you. This is going to be it for it. This is a little bit of a shorter one, um, but that's okay. I'm still learning how to make a podcast. So, uh, man, I will see you guys later. Oh, I guess I should say if you if you if this podcast sparks more questions, which I hope it does. Uh, part of the reason I'm doing this show as a or this question jar as a podcast this year is because when I answer one question in class, it usually sparks like three to five more questions. It's like a hydro. You cut off one head, two more take its place, um, which is great. I love that. And I want, like I said, I want to chase all the rabbit trails. Um, so keep asking good questions. Hopefully my responses will lead you into asking more and better questions. That's the purpose of the show. Um, I'm excited to do this and I hope you guys are excited to listen along with me, but thank you guys. You will be hearing from me before too long. Bye. Okay, class, that is it for today. We'll pick back up here next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Question Jar. I look forward to next time where we'll think through some more great questions. Until then, stay curious.